Welcome to the Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary. This is your host, Scotty B. All of the things are in the show notes. You can always follow us online and find us at heroesofcosplaysanctuary.com. And you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. And you can follow us on Twitter at, at HOCS Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary. And of course, always a safe space for you to share your stories and all of the things that you do inside of the cosplay community and all of those things that attach to it. We've had great guests so far this season. We've had great things happening. And what we want to talk about today is circulate or fade away. Is is that what cosplaying online? Is that what cosplaying in general is coming to that we circulate or we fade away? And really the the issue with me is social media. The issue is social media and what social media has made the cosplay industry become right now and today and in the future. The media is constant. There's always another season or a series or a show or something coming out on streaming. You know, how many previews and commercials are you going to see from Disney Plus while you're on YouTube? How much, you know, it's just, it's constant. It's just constant. If you're not getting ads you know for people that you should follow or for for paid posts or what are your friends up to or what are the what are your mutuals up to that's a big term i hear now mutuals all my mutes where are all my mutes my goodness but i think it really just comes down to when when they you know when do all these platforms finally have their run and when do all of these communication giants move on to the next big thing and we're you know we're always surprised i guess i'm surprised that disney doesn't have a social platform why not like does it does it i don't know i don't i don't think there's like a there's like no disney social and i think this could be a time where we could see things like that but i think that there will be a disney meta i think that disney world disney meta will be a thing i think that they will capitalize on people wanting to be part of the MCU, wanting to be part of the Disneyverse, and that you can just put on a pair of goggles and you can be instantly transported to the Magic Kingdom and you can spend the same money, I think that will definitely appeal to this company and probably many others. And I think that is the key, being able to put on some goggles and be in a space where your credit card is hooked up to everything you can everything you can imagine. You can virtually travel to that space. You can see everything. And as time goes on, those graphics are going to get better. That experience is going to get better. And you can have the Star Wars experience, the Marvel experience, the DC experience, everything right there in front of your face anytime you want. It's on tap. It's on tap. It's live. It's on tap. No matter 24-7, there's going to be somebody working. There's going to be, you know, it's it's interactive. You're going to have seamless, seamless people involved with this. Uh, tra- the transitions, you won't know who's real and who's not. Uh, even though I think Elon Musk is trying to fight that right now. I think we're all robots, right? Isn't that the whole thing? But then what happens? You have to circulate. You have to circulate, which means that, you know, your hobby, the hobby that you're pursuing and the hobby that you're putting your money into, your hard-earned dollars into, and that you share in hopes that your account can continue to stay relevant in this space and that people will enjoy your content and see all of the hard work for all the things that you do. That is all about the events and the photos and the videos and the streaming. And it's like a full-time job that you don't get paid for. 
It's um, it's basically entrepreneurship without any sort of entrepreneurial why or, you know, like a single product or service that you bring to an audience. Uh, you know, being a creator and being able to share your creations. It's getting just beyond saturation. Like it's really just, uh, it's causing a more anxiety than it's almost worth to have to like crank out, crank out and produce like you're a company, but yet you're just one person and you also work a job. Like you're all also doing all this other stuff and it's really just a drain and you don't get anything out of it. You know, the big question is like, what, what happens when you don't circulate? What happens when you just, you go dark? I mean, and they even, we even consider it going dark. Uh, It's very interesting that we live in a world where if you don't respond to a text or a direct message or something like that, you're ghosting someone or your something's something's happened to you like everybody just thinks like oh well if i don't get a response back from the last text that i sent within 10 minutes oh my god they, they must hate me or oh no they must be there must something must have happened. maybe they got kidnapped or something ridiculous like how about we just maybe we just don't get to it or maybe it doesn't matter because we didn't used to do this i i don't remember doing it when i was a kid i didn't have to like deal with direct messages and texts every five minutes or just constantly just come home from school and constantly just sit there on my phone and just like type that never happened uh we watched cartoons we we had free time we we hung out at at each other's houses and like just it was like three people and the whole universe like there was no like live feed nobody knew what we were doing we were just having fun and hanging out and it was great (laughs) it worked just fine but now it's it's always oh well you know you can't just go over to your friend's house you oh i can't i can't come over i can't we can't do that tonight i'm live streaming okay like i have to go i have to be in front of my people like i have to be and like there's not even any social interaction because of social media which is even more ridiculous when you think about it that we've actually shut people off so that we could stay relevant in a space that didn't exist 10 years ago like we we really we're just so focused and fixated on do or become irrelevant and it's just so interesting the in and out and really like you why do we do it like we're, we're always apologetic like oh i'm so sorry i didn't i haven't been here for a couple of days i'm so sorry i'm just and it's like you always have to explain what you were doing what you did because if you just pop back on in a few days or a week or a month without any explanation everybody's like well what were you doing were you like are you a spy for a different guy co- like what's going on And it's this bizarre, like, and again, like we're doing this for complete strangers, ladies and gentlemen, it should be on your terms. Like it shouldn't matter. Like what television show do you watch that doesn't have a schedule and isn't just controlled? Like they release it when they want to. It's, you know, and they market it that way. It's not like it's on demand and it's, you know, daily or, or hourly or anything like that. That'd be ridiculous if everything worked that way besides social media let's hope it never does i lean into social media and i i get it you know i get it like creating the connections and networking the marketing being social with people that you probably never would have met 15 years ago i guess i want to be very clear about my intentions with social media i'm not here to create a fandom for myself i'm not here to be locally famous i'm not here to make a bunch of waves about myself I'm here to build a platform so that other people can be noticed because there are a lot of smaller creators that have an awful lot of talent. And just because they don't have big followings, because maybe they don't invest 
all of their time, money, and energy into building random followings on the internet does not mean that they do not have value in something to offer to the community. And I think we often get very tunnel-visioned about who we follow and how many people they have following them and just how insignificant that we are because of that. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're not everybody who has a thousand followers is any less than somebody who has a million. Like, I think we just put that in our heads that way. And maybe you can get a lot out of a million followers. Maybe you can reach out to companies and, you know, they can, they can enter into contracts with you, but it's still a lot to manage, especially just for one person. And you don't necessarily make money on that. It's hit or miss. In many cases, yeah, you probably get approached by a lot of people because right now this is a very popular thing, but it could be gone tomorrow. They can take it away anytime they want. It's not ours. You know, if you have a if you have a website, that's yours for the most part as long as, you know, whatever platform that you're using doesn't just like disappear. But you own the domain. You have more control over what happens to that. If anything you don't own, like you don't own any of these platforms, that's why we're we really we take for granted that we don't own these platforms and we just get all this reach like it's crazy how inexpensive it is for people to market themselves now before you had to like go on the radio you had to pay all this money for airtime like it was really or you had to like use print oh don't get me into that but all of those things going on tv going into radio like onto a radio station going into print those are all so expensive and the barrier to entry is so high to be able to afford something like that is just a as a like a creator so the rise of the creator came with social media and the ability to be able to put yourself out there with these kinds of tools is the way to go. But for the most part, I don't think there's one cosplayer out there that doesn't think that if they just don't post and continue to create all of these things all the time and on every platform that they will become irrelevant. What happened to cosplay for the sake of cosplaying? For the causes and the fun and the fandom. It's really, you know, I think we we give too much emphasis to pop cosplay. And it's become so prominent and it's creating a vacuum for us in this space. Like we're just, we're, we're, we're really gravitating towards the people who really just want to bring attention to themselves. They're not here to help us do anything. We're not, they're not, there's, and, and pay attention to this. Like when you're, when you're looking at different accounts of people to follow online, See what they're all about. If they're all about themselves and building their following, like it should be fairly apparent that they don't really offer too much information. They offer entertainment. They offer to the industry a means for which to market the product for the industry, which means the streaming thing that they want you to know about, the movie that's coming out that they want you to know about, the toy series that about the movie or the streaming series that they want you to know about. But it really isn't helping you. It's making you poor because you're spending money on stuff, whether it's supporting the influencer or the pop cosplayer or supporting the thing that they want you to buy from the company that is possibly paying them for collaboration. That is not making you wealthy. That is not bringing you time to create your own brand and platform. So what are you actually getting out of all of that and all just this this feeling of missing out that we all experience when we focus so much on this stay relevant or fade away sort of mentality. So that's really all I want to say today. I have things to talk about uh, tomorrow about being a lookalike. So 
So stay tuned, folks. This is the Scotty Beaton. Here's the Pathway Sanctuary saying bye-bye, everybody. Bye.